It is more of the best of the Cooking in the Dark show. Welcome to Cooking in the Dark. The kitchen. I will go to the kitchen. And although some recipes I cannot read, still I'm sure I can do everything I need. This show, Cooking in the Dark, it is the key. He's a mighty talkative Texan. You know Cheryl, she tells him so. I know Dale Campbell would like to welcome you to this hair show. Cooking in the Dark is a presentation of Blind Mice Mega Mall at www.blindmicemegamall.com. Holy smoly guacamole! Welcome to Cooking in the Dark. This is Cheryl Cummings, and I'm going to introduce to you the man who proves to us every week that you don't need sight to cook dinner tonight, Dale Campbell. All right. Well, folks, it's almost here. I hope you're ready. Mother's Day is just around the corner. Mm. Do not forget your mother on Mother's Day. Ooh, remember, she brought you in this world. She can take you out. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I did that one time. I was 13. I'll never forget. I didn't get my mom a card, nothing on Mother's Uh-oh. Day. You forgot? Uh, well, no, I was looking for that perfect gift, and mm. I just couldn't find anything. Couldn't find it, you know? So, ah, uh, that was horrible. In fact, I still haven't forgotten about that. <laughs> well, I got to say, my, my mom doesn't, like, yell and scream. She just calls, you know? Uh-huh. And she says quietly something like, do you, do you, did you forget me? Uh-huh. And you feel so awful. You're like, no, not at all. It's in the mail, I swear. It was, a, it was the post office. They yeah. did it. They did it. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. So Mother's Day, man. Do not forget your mom at Mother's Day. So today we're on, on the cooking show. We're going to talk about doing um, an egg omelet. Nothing like serving your mom breakfast in bed, huh? Oh, that would be nice. Or guys serving the mother of your children breakfast in bed if you don't have any kids at home. And and what would know? be really special is doing this without calling the person who you're going to serve into the kitchen to help. To come help you. <laughs> <laughs> and also cleaning your mess up afterwards. Oh, that's even more special. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Honey, yeah. You walk in the kitchen and it's totally destroyed, but you've got these... Like things that are supposed to be pancakes. Yeah. <laughs> we love you, mommy. <laughs> yeah. Poor moms, man. <laughs> I know. It's, they're, they're impressive people because they, they don't get any official days off. You know what I mean? No. It's never like, I'm no. closing my door. I'm taking a day off. No. 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 <laughs> doesn't happen. I'm taking a time out, man. Yeah. But yeah, you think about it. You're sick. Even if your mom's sick and you're sick. She's still taking care of you, you know? Exactly. I mean, I was 31 years old when I had that car wreck, and boo! Next thing you know, Hurricane Mom blew into town, and things started popping around that hospital, I'll tell you what. (laughs) (laughs) They knew her name. It was (laughs) Ma'am. And it better be a yes in front of it. (laughs) Oh, goodness gracious. But moms, man, they're awesome. They're awesome. So we're going to talk about doing a... uh, uh, an omelet for mom and then also 
how about you know maybe you're not into the that stage i mean an omelet's not hard it's going to take some practice and believe me i've made a lot of scrambled eggs that started out to be omelets yeah and mom, mom won't mind but we're no. hoping we can talk you through making a marvelous omelet for mom a delicious one and you know what and all it doesn't matter mom will still love it just the same no matter regardless of what it looks like when it comes out you know mm-hmm. it's the, the thought just remember me just think about me you know right. so ah, i always pay reverence to my mama you know bless her heart lost her in 09 to a heart attack but mm-hmm. she's still with me i know especially the other day when I was walking down the street and ended up in the middle of the street and somebody guided me back to the sidewalk. <laughs> oh, one of those uh, days. Oh. Yeah, one of them crazy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> it was all windy and blustery and I don't know. I think radar saw the wrong, the other corner because they put it in rounded corners, you know? Oh my god. They took out the they took out the perpendiculars or right. you know or the regular sidewalks yep. or down ramps and they put in one curved one. So it is um it's kind of a booger to navigate right there because even if you're standing at the extreme left or right side, depending on which way you're wanting to cross that curve, it's still kind of projecting you into the, the middle traffic. of the intersection yep. instead yep. of across. And nobody but, nobody asks. You know, I, I remember years I was working someplace and they changed all the corners and suddenly, as you said, they were rounded. And you're like, I'm going to die. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and supposedly this was an improvement on the curb cut. You're like, no, this is no. horrible. This is really yeah. awful. And, and the hell of it is, I mean, well, we're helping all the pedestrians. Well, you know, I, I think I'm probably the only pedestrian that walks that intersection, man. <laughs> I've never crossed over there when, you know, when anybody else has been crossing there. Right. Especially when it's 110 degrees. Everybody's in their dang AC cars going by honking their horns. Hey, hey. Yeah. Or I see a buddy. Hey, I saw you walking down the road. And I'm like, dude, why didn't you stop and pick me up? <laughs> you know? They they just knew you really wanted to be in that like 110 oh, degree yeah. heat. Yeah, yeah. That's right. He needs to work. He needs to lose a little weight. You know, <laughs> get out there. But we're gonna take a little quick break. Break. We're gonna be back on the other side, and we're gonna talk about um, talk about doing some eggs, an omelet maybe for your mom. And then, you know, we're going to make some poppy seed muffins, but we're going to change it up just a bit because I found out you can do something different with this muffin mix. There's a boy, now Cheryl, there's a, you know, it's getting to be finals time too here. Mm-hmm. May is fast coming upon us. In mm-hmm. fact, it will be May when this show comes out. So finals weeks, this uh, student walks up to his professor. He's been, whoo, not performing real well in class. Mm-hmm. And he goes up to the professor and he says, sir, can you tell me what I'm going to need to make on the final to, to pass your class? And the professor goes, well, calculates it. Mm, I got bad news. You're going to have to make 113 on the final to get a D. <gasps> oh, the kid says, man, what I got to get to get a C? And the professor says, and that, sir, is the problem. <laughs> <laughs> If you got to get 113 to get a D, you ain't going to be getting no C either, brother. <laughs> All right, y'all. We'll be right back. Now, here's more of the show with Dale Campbell and Cheryl Cummings. All right. We are back. Now, making an omelet. The key thing with an omelet 
is what are you going to put in it? Mushrooms and cheese? Are you going to do a Western omelet? You're going to do a sausage omelet? You're going to do a meat lover's omelet? You're going to do a spinach omelet? What? What are we going to do? We're going to do well, whatever mom likes. Gold star. <laughs> That's right. Because you give mom what she likes, and you won't have to be taking the trash out next week. Not for a little while. <laughs> no. The, the sibling that didn't get mom anything. Uh-oh. That's who will be taking the trash out and sleeping in the doghouse. So so I could say you could do a little plan ahead thing. Like you could, you know, in a conversation with mom, just say, hey, I'm wondering, like if we went out for omelets, what would you put in your omelet? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you might not want to be that obvious. Yeah, yeah. So you gotta be you gotta be paying attention. That's true. what makes a great gift giver is somebody that pays attention, makes notes, writes stuff down. That's not me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I've got some uh, spinach here. So I'm gonna pull out a, a handful of spinach. I need to pop off the stems here real fast. But I'm gonna slice it. What we're gonna do, y'all, is we're gonna get everything prepped mm -hmm. as far as what we want to put in our omelet. Got to do this first before we get to the actual omelet. So I'm just pulling off, filling the leaves here, looking for the stems, just popping off the stems for the lettuce leaves, the, the spinach leaves, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. I call it lettuce because this is what I, I use um, romaine lettuce right. and spinach. Oh. And every now and then maybe some green leaf or something. For your salad? Some red leaf, yeah. Mix them up for our salads. Mm -hmm. What I'm doing real quick is just tearing up the spinach leaves. You don't really need to cut them or slice them. I'm just kind of tearing them down. Ooh. If we get done with the show early, y'all are going to get wet leaving. It's rain. <laughs> sun running out there. What's that? <laughs> I'm with you. Okay, I'm just tore up the... The spinach leaf. What we want to do is get this all prepped. So I'm going to do spinach. Okay. Now we've got some mushrooms here, just some whites. I'm going to get about four of these. They're pretty good size. Because oh, remember, we're only going to be doing a three-egg omelet. Mm -hmm. So you don't want to overpower it. You know, you don't want to have all these vegetables with a little egg. Or maybe... All the vegetarians are saying, hey, what's wrong with that? <laughs> this is true. That's right. Send your letters to Cheryl Cummings. Hey, I didn't say that. I heard you. Uh -uh. Uh -uh. <laughs> You're getting pretty good at disguising your voice like mine. I so, What I've done here, we've rinsed off. I've, I've taken a paper towel, y'all, and just wiped off the white mushrooms. You don't really want to rinse these underwater because they're a sponge. They're a fungus. They're a mungus. Mm -hmm. So I just wipe them off with a paper towel. I pop the stems off. Now I'm using a knife, and I've got them sitting crown side up so the, the gills are down. Where the stem was is facing down on the, the, the flexible chopping mat here. Mm -hmm. And I'm just slicing, trying to make very thin slices through the mushroom. I started on one side of the cap and I made about three slices until I got about two thirds of the way into the middle or I'm sorry, a third, third of the way in. And then I flipped the cap over and started slicing from the other side. 
So that way, if I were to keep slicing from one side, as you get down to the end, there's not much to hang on to. Mm-hmm. At least this way, you've got more of a wider mushroom. Oh, that's a nice little pile of shroomies there. That one I'm going to cut in half. Again, I don't want these too big, but I don't want them little bitty either. You want to be able to see them. It's a happy medium. So I had one that was a little bit thick. It was one of the caps, one of the first cuts we made. Mm-hmm. Okay, now we've got our mushrooms chopped up. We've got our spinach shredded. How about a little onion? I've got a little onion here. It's a white onion. And it's actually a half from one that we used, well, just the other night. Made a little quicky, quicky guacamole. <laughs> it's amazing what you can do with an avocado and an onion and a little tomato. Oh my gosh, it's lovely. So here's what I'm going to do. Just a couple slices of this onion, real thin. Woo, this one will make you cry, Cheryl. Uh-oh. Is it a white or yellow onion? It's a white. Uh. Whites are a little bit stronger than yellows. Yeah. Purples or reds are the the most mild. Yeah. Those are yeah, those are sort of like sweet. Yeah. That's why they're great in salads or man, anything to add a little color. Mm-hmm. So I made a couple real thin slices here with my mandolin. I put it on the medium setting, not very thick. Now I'm just kind of cutting the rings down. And as I'm cutting the rings down, I'm also kind of feeling, in case there's any extra layers, you know, of dead onion that we didn't get. Okay. Again, I'm dicing this onion up because I don't want any big hunks. And it's okay. Get your hands in there and feel them. This was a pretty big ring there. Nice and thin. Okay. What I'm doing with after I prepare all these, y'all, I'm just putting them... I've got a flexible chopping mat out here. Mm-hmm. And I'm putting all these ingredients just in different quadrants. Now, I think I've got right here... Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. There it is. Oh, ho, ho. A fresh tomato, Cheryl. Ooh, that's lovely. I, I like this omelet. Yeah, me too. Mom may not get this omelet. <laughs> so I'm just using a, um, a paring knife to cut out the stem or what the top part of this tomato. I'm going to slice it in half. It's a Roma tomato. So Romas are kind of tall and skinny. Mm-hmm. Let me get in here now and get out the seeds. Yeah, buddy of mine's growing. I can't grow a tomato to save my soul. Kind of like, you know, hitting the side of the barn with a rock. (laughs) (laughs) Same type of thing. They say, I've heard it gets too warm down here to grow, but I've got a friend of mine that's growing some inside. He's got like a little indoor terrarium thing going on. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, dude. I want some of those. He's growing jalapenos, too, so hopefully 
any luck. And what I've done is I've taken these tomato, I cut it in half, top to bottom. I Over the sink, I cleaned out the seeds by just taking my finger and just kind of inserting it into, you can kind of feel inside the gills, if you will, or the openings inside the mm -hmm. meat of the tomato. And just kind of ran my finger down through that and cut out the, uh, just pulled out that and cut out, just kind of rubbed out the seeds. So this can kind of lead to a bitter taste. Now I'm slicing the tomato in half, I mean, I'm sorry, in slices. I'm slicing the tomato in slices from top to bottom. So I turned it perpendicular so the top was to my left, the bottom to my right. Mm -hmm. And I made about six slices, cutting into nice thin slices. And in each of those slices, I cut down into thirds. Does that make sense? Yep. So after I made my six cuts, my six pieces, I turned the tomato top. So the top was at the top. The bottom was facing me instead of being left to right. And then made three slices down through the slices already made. So there we go, man. We've got some nice chunks here. And Cheryl, I didn't pull this out yet because I know your nose. You'd be all over this. The last little thing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's in down here deep in the back. Hear what that is? Huh? It's feta cheese. <gasps> oh, I love feta cheese. Oh, my gosh. I, da, da, da. Only because this is an omelet for a mom... I'm not gonna like take this, but this is like a superb omelet. I love all the all these ingredients. See, it might be an omelet for me. You know, it's an omelet for a mother. <laughs> <laughs> Parumpa pum pum. Okay, we've got all our ingredients ready, to, prepped, ready to rock. We've got feta cheese. We have fresh tomatoes. We have spinach. We have onions and mushrooms. Guess we're making a vegetable lasagna. Nope. No. We're making an omelet. Oh. <laughs> Okay, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. We're going to beat our eggs up. We're going to talk about getting them in the skillet. We're going to rock and roll with an omelet for mom. Now with more of the show, here's Cheryl Cummings and Dale Campbell. Happy Mother's Day. Welcome back to Cooking in the Dark. Happy Mother's Day. I've got, um, I've just broke three eggs, Cheryl, mm -hmm. into our six-quart perfect bowl. Now I'm going to use a whisk here. Just whisk the heck out of these things. Yep. Whenever I think about whisking eggs, I remember Henry who said, <laughs> you know. I was thinking the same thing. Did you, yeah? <laughs> when you think you've beat them enough, <laughs> beat them some more. Beat them some more, <laughs> and then you might be done. When you're whisking, what you're trying to do is you're actually, you're, of course, you're breaking them up, but you're also getting some air into the eggs. I guess if you did this long enough, you'd end up with an angel food cake. Ah, that could be true. Okay, I'm going to let those rest for a minute. We're going to turn our attention to our pan. Now, I've got a nine-inch skillet here, so this is going to be kind of a big old jumbo egg omelet doodad. And what we're going to do, the secret to doing these omelets, 
the key to doing this, you don't have to add milk. You mm -hmm. don't have to add water. Mm -hmm. What you want to do is you want to get it, get your skillet hot and then put some butter in it. Then you want to kind of shake the, the pan around with the butter mm -hmm. to melt, you know, the melted butter to disperse it around the pan. And then when you pour your egg in, you want to keep shaking the pan just back and forth, and that'll prevent the egg from really sticking to the bottom of the skillet. Ah, uh -huh. uh, a key to omelet making. I have learned. So we've got our butter. We're going to pop about a, I've got the skillet on high right now. That's just to get it heated up. I just put my fingertips in it, Cheryl. Woo, it's getting hot fast. Uh -oh. Cooking with gas. So I'm going to put a tablespoon of butter in. And it's going to kind of melt. Again, this is this is one of the things, this is one of the tricks right here of timing. Because you don't want to burn the butter. Mm -hmm. You want it to remain buttery. <laughs> This is true. Oh, the feta cheese. Okay. So now, I've still got some globs of butter in here, but it's melting fast. Mm-hmm. So I'm taking the pan, kind of shaking it up, kind of tilting the pan around like it, you know, around all the way so the butter would run all the way around, all over the bottom of the pan. Let that do that thing. Let me do a little whisking right here. Okay. Nice. In goes our egg. We're just going to shake the pan around a little bit, front to back, side to side, around the house, around the other side of the house, front to back, side to side. Okay. Now, here's the key. We want to... Use the center line of the skillet, the handle of yeah. the skillet mm -hmm. as your center line. So here's what I'm doing. I'm putting in a handful of spinach. I'm finding my handle, okay? And I'm going to put the spinach in, just kind of sprinkle it in on one side of the pan. I'm left-handed, so I'm putting it in on the right side of the pan, okay? Mm-hmm. Now some tomato. Okay. Little cheese. And some onion. You don't want a whole lot of any one, but you want a little of everything. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, this is where you're going to take a little bit of ta patience. 
going to turn the heat down. You want your heat at about medium to medium low, somewhere in there. And what I'm doing is I'm dipping my fingers in the little bowl of water here, and I'm just reaching in and touching the egg just ever so lightly on top. Okay? Mm-hmm. Now, what that does is I can kind of feel the egg. You can feel the egg as it's cooking. It's still a little watery on top, but I can feel the underside, you know, the, the, pad, the, the part that's on the skillet is actually cooking up pretty nicely. So now I'm getting my spatula. And here's what you want to do. I'm taking from the handle. I'm taking the corner of the spatula and just kind of running it around the side of the pan from the handle all the way around the side to 12 o'clock up to the top. Okay. Now here comes the, the good part. You want to get that spatula in underneath the egg. Okay, so far so good. Now I've slid it over to about the halfway point of the skillet, and I'm just slowly lifting the egg up and over. What I've done, I've slid this, this, the spatula under the egg. Okay, and as I move it to the where, about to where the handle meets the, the edge of the spatula is about to the midpoint of the pan. Mm-hmm. Then I just start raising up the spatula. It's still touching the bottom of the pan and flipping it over. Okay, so you're flipping over the side. Flipping over that, one half of the omelet onto the other half. Right, and, and the side you're flipping is the side that doesn't have any stuff on it. Right. Okay, makes sense. Or very little. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nice. That came out pretty daggum good. Now, I would recommend using maybe if you have a six-inch skillet, and if you have something with rounded sides on it, rounded corner, you know, round. Instead of like, like say, a chicken fryer, the bottom of the pan comes up perpendicular to the sides. Right. A lot of skillets taper out and up. Right. So that'll make this a lot easier to flip. Mm-hmm. Okay. We've got that done. Now we're just waiting for it to. Um, to finish cooking up right. and we are good to go what I've done after I flip the half under I slip my my spatula all the way under the egg and kind of moved it over towards the center just a little bit okay Woo-hoo. now we just flip the whole thing over do that I slid under picked it up moved it back to the left hand side of the skillet and I did the old flip over method again where I just kept raising the handle until the, the omelet just flipped right over so it actually reversed positions <laughs> excelente I like it Cheryl the plan we probably can't eat this one we're gonna have to look at it it's pretty. It is so gorgeous. I think that's the precise reason it should be eaten. Because it's gorgeous? It's gorgeous. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. It does. All right. Let me get a plate out here. We're going to flip this dude right out onto the plate. 
Now, if you want to garnish this with any more feta cheese on top. Ooh, that sounds nice. Right? Just sprinkle a little bit of more cheese on top. Or a little yeah. spinach or some yeah. more tomatoes or fresh mushrooms. Yeah. Ooh, look at that. Came out all in one shot. Just slid right out of the pan. Flopped right out. The butter trick. Yep. I'm telling you the butter trick. Yeah. So I'm going to put a little more cheese on top of this. Maybe a little bit of this. Ooh, if I had some sliced avocado, I'd put that on top too. Oh, that would be nice. Mm-hmm. Okay, y'all. Omelet. Hey, don't go anywhere. There's more to come. Cooking in the dark. Taking care of mom on Mother's Day. Now, more of the show with your host, Dale Campbell and Cheryl Cummings. If that omelet wasn't enough to make you be your mom's favorite child, this next little thing we're going to whip up will make you her favorite. It is a box. We'll get the old galaxy going here. Okay. Scan this thing here. Product description. Product muffin and quick bread mix lemon poppy seed 14.5 ounce box. Lemon and poppy seed. Warnings. Instructions. Here's what you Make need. Muffins. It's all you this. Three-fourths cup water, one-fourth cup vegetable oil, two eggs, one. Heat oven to 425F or 400F. Okay, so we need the oven heated to 425. Ooh, that's hot. We're going to bake this for about 15 minutes. And instead of making muffins, we're going to make a quick bread. Oh, that's nice. Nice and quick. You don't have to mess with filling all the muffin cups. I'm pulling this out. There's your bag of mix, and there's a big old packet here of icing. Now, the directions, mm. as, as the Galaxy would tell you, if you listen to all of it, tells you do not microwave, do not heat up the icing. Wait until it, they come out, snip a corner off the icing bag, and then spread it out on, on each of the muffins, or in our case the mix. So here's what we're going to need. A mixing bowl. Got it. How convenient. It's right here. We're going to need a couple eggs and we're going to need a quarter cup of vegetable oil. Or, you know, you can substitute, you can substitute applesauce. A quarter cup of applesauce will do the trick too. Okay, we need to preheat the oven to 425. Okay. Got that. Let's cut open our muffin mix. Dump it into the bowl. Okay, two eggs, three quarters of a cup of water, and a quarter cup of oil. I've made kind of a little well here in the middle of our dry mix. Mm -hmm. Okay. Got the water, the eggs. Now I'm going to put some olive oil in it. So why did you decide quick bread instead of muffins? Because I didn't want to mess with mixing, making all the muffin cups. Ah, okay. The other thing I thought with this, with quick bread, if mm. you do the quick bread, mm -hmm. you could actually toast it. Slice oh, it and toast it. That or, is lovely. Like, remember what we've done before with uh, banana nut bread? Mm -hmm. Used it, made French, French toast. French toast, yes. So, 
you've got a few more options. I mean, oh, you can do muffins. Nothing wrong with that. Don't get me. I'm not a muffin hater. I'll eat a muffin, man. No worries about that. If you ask any of my friends, they say, yeah, Dale will tear up a muffin. <laughs> okay. So here, let's get this mixed up. Now, we need to put this in a loaf pan. A prepared pan, so we're going to need to spray that down with some vegetable oil. We're still mixing up here. And again, just making sure as we're mixing, I'm just using a spoon. And I'm trying to incorporate all sides. So I'm kind of concentrating right now on the 12 o'clock to, to 9 o'clock area. So I'm just kind of scraping and mixing. As I'm scraping down the side of the bowl, I'm moving it to the middle. Now I'm working around from 9 o'clock to 6 o'clock kind of stirring around, swooshing the spoon around in that area. I'm always stirring towards the middle of the bowl, though, okay? That's going to prevent you from over-stirring, spilling, slopping out over the sides. You know, we did a cooking show where I had a, a lady come up and help us make pudding. Mm -hmm. And she started being funny and mixing real fast. And, uh -oh. man, remember we had to stop the show and clean up. Because, golly, <laughs> she made a mess. We had pudding all over the place, man. Uh -oh. Ooh, this is really smelling lemony. I like it. Very nice. If you had some fresh blueberries to toss in here, fold in about a half a cup of blueberries, that'd be ultimate, too. Oh, that'd be great. It is that time of year. All that stuff's going to be coming out. I, oh, my gosh. I ordered some blueberries this week. They were so good. They were like... Huge? Were they big? Big, plump. Yeah. Usually the spring ones are so big yeah. and plump. I was like, wait. Because I thought they came out later on in the like in the summertime. I know people talk about going blueberry picking and stuff, but mm -hmm. these look pretty darn good and they're juicy and everything. So I think I will be ordering some more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I hear you. Blueberries, raspberries, blackberries—they all should be. Oh my out gosh, now. blackberries, delicious. They are kind of a they are a summer fruit, but at the same time, if you get a you know a mild winter or so, yeah, get started early. I know one of the yeah. sad bits of news that I heard on the radio was that in Massachusetts, although we had a pretty mild winter, we still had like some days, you know, where uh, it we had cold days. And so for the peaches, what happened was some of the trees started blooming a little early. Mm -hmm. and, and they got the busted with a freeze. Yeah. So they're saying this year, at least, you know, from for peaches in Massachusetts, there are not going to be that many, if any. So now, not to be offensive to anybody, but I just don't think of Massachusetts as being a peach state. <gasps> oh, my gosh. We have I think of Georgia. No, no, no. Beautiful orchards. You can go peach picking. Nice. You could go. And, and, oh, my gosh. It's so much fun. Okay, y'all. I just took a, a four by nine loaf pan, sprayed it down with vegetable spray. Hmm. And here we go. Our muffin batter, our poppy seed lemon quick bread is almost ready. Now, the muffins needed to bake about 15 minutes. This quick bread is probably going to need to bake about 20 to 25 minutes. But again, we can use the toothpick method. That is, stick a toothpick in the middle of it, down into it, and pull it out. If it comes out clean, then it's done. I know you're all saying, how come I'm blind? I can't see. Use oh. your fingers. Yeah, this is not a thing you need to see. It's a touch. It's a touch. I mean, believe me, if there's, if it doesn't come out clean and you pull the toothpick out, 
you can feel it. I'm just rinsing the bowl out here real quick. Gosh, some habits are hard to break, you know? <laughs> I always rinse these out like that if there's a chance of something drying in there and being all nasty. Okay, so now... What are you doing? Huh? I'm, I'm bouncing the pan. Ah. I'm just bouncing were... it on the countertop so it'll help even out the batter. I thought you'd taken up some sort of dancing or something. I'm playing the bongos. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Dale cooking. Poppy seed, lemon poppy seed, quick bread. It'd be so good. <laughs> All right. Into a 425 oven for about 20 to 25 minutes. That's it, y'all. Quick, right? See, you could get up a few minutes early and whip that up for mom. You know, tell dad to keep her in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. Or... You know, just slip off. I'll be right back, honey. But remember your mom. It's Mother's Day. Mother's Day. Now with more of the show, here's Cheryl Cummings and Dale Campbell. Welcome back to more Cooking in the Dark. Well, no more today. We're done. Are we done? Mm-hmm. We're done. No, no, I'm, no. Would you like this? Would you like your bread toasted? I I'm would. gonna have to let it cool just a little bit before. All right. it well, I can I can take it now and then you can toast another piece later. Well, yeah, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> Four twenty-five, sure. y'all, for the lemon poppy seed quick bread mm-hmm. instead of the muffins. About twenty-two minutes is what we did here. Came out. Look at that, nice. Now I ran a knife around the outside of the pan. It's been cooling for just a few minutes, and we just turned the pan over, popped it out onto the cooling rack, so it's sitting here. But I was trying to tell Cheryl, is it cool for a minute before I burn my fingers, and then I'll toast it. That is but so delicious. delicious. Mother's Day, y'all. We made a delicious omelet. It's technique. And don't worry about it, man. If it ends up being scrambled eggs, I'll tell you what, scrambled eggs with all those fixings I just put in there, the fresh tomatoes, don't forget to take the seeds out, a little bit of onion. And I would say after we got everything diced up and slime, it was probably not even a quarter cup of every ingredient. Mm-hmm. The mushrooms, maybe a, mm, probably a little bit more, but mushrooms will shrink when they cook, so that's cool. The spinach, the feta cheese, the tomatoes, the onions. Put that all in with three eggs that we whisketed, 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 beat, beat, beat. And like Henry says, when you've whisked enough, whisk it a little more. Mm-hmm. But you want to get your skillet warm or hot, actually hot, not mm-hmm. warm. <laughs> Put in about two, well, about one tablespoon of butter. And as that melts, you want to keep moving the pan around so the butter coats the entire bottom of the pan and doesn't burn. Then you want to dump your eggs in. Once your eggs are in, you want to keep shaking that skillet around, moving that skillet around, and that'll keep the eggs from sticking. Mm-hmm. Okay. Give it about a minute and then start adding your ingredients. And do like I did. I use this, the handle as the center line. I'm left-handed, so when I turn, flip, move anything, the spatula, I use my left hand. So in that case, I used everything on the right-hand side of the center line, if you will, to put the ingredients, the onions, the mushrooms, the cheese, the tomatoes, mm, the spinach. It's all good. After a couple more minutes, I kind of was very lightly touching the, the side of the egg where I didn't put any of the, the fixins, just to kind of check its doneness. And as the egg cooks, you can feel your finger go into the, the liquid mm-hmm. of the egg, and then you can feel it touch the solid part of the egg that's already been cooked that's on the bottom of the pan. And if you just touch it real quickly and lightly, you won't burn yourself. Dip your fingers in that water, 
You know, you don't want water dripping off your finger. You just want your finger kind of damp. So shake off the excess and just touch it, and that'll protect you for a couple seconds before you, you know. I mean, you would have to really dive your finger down in there against the bottom of the skillet to get burned. If you're just lightly touching, as soon as you feel that egg, you can just kind of move your finger left and right a little bit to feel the context. If you feel it swishing around, you need to cook a little bit longer. You want mm-hmm. that egg white. You want that egg to cook almost all the way through before you go to flip it. When you and, go to flip, and wait, wait, wait sorry. because I was going to say, I mean, you did you turned the fire down, right? You had it. Yeah, to yeah. Like we turned. We, we had it on high right. when we started off to get the pan hot. Then mm-hmm. you turn it down to about medium, medium low. Right. Right in that range. Take your spatula and cut around the side of the pan and the egg. Just whoosh it around real fast. I went from the handle up to about 12 o'clock. And then you want to start gradually working your spatula in under the egg, moving it back and forth to get it unstick. And then eventually, about 3 o'clock position, I slid it the spatula in under the egg and was kind of lifting up until I got to the point where the handle meets the flat part of the spatula. Then I just start lifting that spatula up towards the 9 o'clock position. And as I'm lifting it up, the the edge of the spatula is still in the pan. So as we're lifting it up, the egg is actually beginning to rise up and fold over, and it will flop over on top of itself. And because it's a round pan and you're in about the middle, it's going to be half and half. So the top half of the egg flips over onto the bottom half. It surrounds all that delicious goodness inside, and you're there. Let it cook about another couple minutes. If you want to get bold and you want to flip the whole egg omelet over, Ooh. go for it. But you might end up with, you got it, scrambled eggs. It's <laughs> practice, man. Practice, practice. Everything we do is practice. But I don't even know somebody cited that can make a perfect omelet the first time. Doesn't happen. Keep on practicing. You can do it. I guarantee it. Then we made that delicious lemon poppy seed muffins, but we turned it into a quick bread. Just altered the baking time in the pan we put it in. Used the package directions. Three quarters cup water. Quarter cup oil, you can substitute applesauce if you'd like, and two eggs. Beat that all up with your mix. Pour that in your muffin pan or in your loaf pan. Or if you have a bar pan, that'll work too. It's all good. Bake it up and serve it out, man. Mom will love it. Now, the icing, again, we're going to take this packet of icing and just kind of work it between our, just massage it around for about 10 to 15 seconds. Do Mm -hmm. not microwave it to kind of get it loosened up and warmed up. Then we're going to break not break, but I'm sorry, cut off one corner of the bag and use that, and we're just going to slightly just just squeeze it out over the tops of the, the bread. Nice. Now, if you want to wait and do that on each individual slice, you can do that too. Or none at all. However you like it. It's all good. Serve it up for mom. Remember, it's mom's day. Don't make her work. Let her stay off her feet. Serve her breakfast in bed. Clean your room up. Pick up your clothes. Do the laundry. Wash the car. <laughs> Don't forget the dog. You know, take care of mom. That's her day. She shouldn't have to do anything but just chill. Because she does everything else. 364, huh? Absolutely. Amen. All right. To all you mothers, we love you. We couldn't be here without you. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all have a great one. We will see you next week on Cooking in the Dark. I think we might make something chocolatey next week, Cheryl. Oh, I will Mm -hmm. be back. I'll be here. (laughs) Cheryl's like, okay. (laughs) I got one ticket for me. (laughs) All right, y'all. Have a great one. Cooking in the Dark is a presentation of Blind Mice Mega Mall at www.blindmicemegamall.com. Cooking in the Dark was produced by THC Productions. Again.